This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to our website, accessradiotaranaki.com. You're listening to the Sugarloafing Arts Cast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. Komikaela Naimen Toko Ingoa. My name is Michaela Naiman and I'm your host. Welcome. This show focuses on the arts and creativity in Taranaki and beyond. We aim to cover the diversity of arts from painting, literature, songwriting, theatre, pottery, poetry, sculpture and how the creative arts contribute to our community, as well as our own sense of purpose and well-being. The Sugarloafing Artscast is generously supported by the Govette Brewster Art Gallery and Len Lai Center. Stay tuned to find out more. And with me in the studio today, I have Chris Marlianti Donaldson from Manaya, who's an amazing artist and poet. Welcome, Chris. Thank you, Michaela. So lovely to have you here. Um, we have been trying to get together for a while, but uh, yeah, there is a bit of distance between <laughs> Manaya and New Plymouth. Yeah. <laughs> so, for those who don't know you, can you tell listeners a bit about yourself? Um, well, my name is Chris Marlianti, come from Indonesia, and I'm an artist, also a poet. And... I already published about four books, like one of all, one short stories in two poetry books. And here I am now in New Zealand, become full-time artist. <laughs> I think it's pretty amazing. So, yeah, all of you out there who know Chris Marilianti as an amazing abstract painter, she's actually a pretty amazing writer too. But we wouldn't necessarily know because um, your books have been published in Bahasa Indonesia, in Indonesian, right? Yes, in Indonesia. But one of uh, my first uh, poetry book uh, has a bilingual in English and also Indonesia. And also my uh, short story book in uh, English and Indonesia as well, but published in Indonesia. Yeah, so we have to somehow get them over here, <laughs> <laughs> at least to the library, right? <laughs> And you said you came from Indonesia. How did you end up in Taranaki, of all places? Um, my husband from Hawera. So two and a half years ago, we decided uh, let's move to New Zealand. And because we have property in Manaya, so we end up in Manaya, a place that about seven years ago, I said to my husband and to myself, I just like, I don't want to live here. But... When we moved there, and then now, I said to everyone that I love Manaya, and then I will not move from Manaya. <laughs> so now you really... I love Manaya so much. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That is uh, so funny, because um, Indonesia has a huge population. What is it, closer to 300 million now? Yeah, I think more during the day. Hmm. Um, well, especially in Jakarta, that's big city. That's a place where we live, but few years ago before we moved here. Uh, yeah, that's a huge jump from, from Jakarta, Jakarta to, to Manaya. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, I think that's, uh, that's kind of places I always want to be because when we were in Jakarta and I was craving for garden and a quiet place, something like that. And then, well, in Indonesia, like we have a huge 
botanical garden, which is in Bogor, like not far, maybe like about 80 kilometers, but we talk about Jakarta here, where the traffic like, you know. It's terrible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it took us like about mm, two hours. So we went, if we went to the garden and then spend a few hours fresh and then come back, we come back stress and then so there's no point but here in I mean in Taranak especially in Manaya uh, we don't need to go anywhere if we want a quiet place because Manaya is really quiet and peaceful mm. <laughs> yes and and your travel is uh, in the countryside so it's a bit different yes yeah. yes when you true. get somewhere so uh, I spent um, years actually in Indonesia as I'm in Indonesian studies scholar (laughs) and I so so fell in love with the country because it's such a diversity there's such a beauty and people are genuinely very friendly and approachable and help foreigners who come at that time at least and you have amazing art and culture as well yeah so can you tell us a bit how you got into art okay it's gonna be a long story (laughs) <laughs> uh, my parent, my father came from East Java and my mother come from Banten, which is people say that Banten is part of West Java, but I don't think so. It's quite different. And then because my father is an army, so we moved to another places. So if we talk about the culture, I don't have a really strong basic culture. And also that because my dad, uh, he was a GPA, and then so he taught me about humanity. So when we talk about the culture and a human, so I'm more focused about humanity. And we live in the different places. But how I start in art, so since I was a kid, uh, every year for the Independent Days, which is 17 acres for Indonesia Independent Days, and then my sister and her friend always ask all the kids for dance for the like the Independence Day. So I used to dance every every year, <laughs> and and that's it. And then few years after that, uh, I got over for play uh, on a. TV national for a soap opera serial or something like oh, that. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> soap so, opera. I know, it's just like uh, that because they made movie not far from our house and then they offered me, oh, would you like play? And then they told my mom, so just like, oh, just said yes, just said yes. And I said, okay, let's try. And because I was a kid, I quite enjoyed it. And then got money and then just like, oh, I was on TV. <laughs> Even after that, I... I wasn't comfortable when people recognized me, just like, are you playing that uh, movie? And I just like, oh my God, no. So that's how I start. And But that time I didn't realize I love art because when I was in the school, I more in a math and I'm more in a science rather than in a human era. And when I finished uh, school and I went to university in Georgia, mm. and that's how I start. Uh, I studied uh, English literatures. And that's how I start art. And then I take off from holiday from the uni, but I didn't tell my parents about that, just to play drama, to play acting. So I was in theater for a few years, and then I love drama. 
and then I start writing for the playwright and then for the poem and then so since that I I love drama I love theater I like I learn how to uh, see uh, life and human from different side from different perspective and that's how I started and moved to Jakarta which is like Georgia is quite uh, small, yeah, been small and manageable and, and lovely and lovely <laughs> and all everyone is just friendly mm. is nice and like really culture culture so is a big thing in Georgia the big thing in Georgia batik and bands and yes, everyone seems uh, to be an artist same. yes yeah. Georgia is the center of art in mm. Indonesia like I mean not really center but people from around Indonesia go mm. to Georgia to learn about Art. Yes. So that was a little bit hard for me to move to Jakarta. And I worked in corporate for a few years, but still trying to, where I can play uh, acting again. Can I, like, on the stage again? And that was hard because during the day uh, I work I work in corporate, and then if I have to do the practice night time, that will be, yeah. I burn out. And I thought just like, oh, I can't do that until one of my friends remind me, said, I know that's how they feel, Chris. I said, yes, I feel like a zombie. <laughs> like, like, no art, it's just like something missing. I don't know what, why I'm here. I'm start digging up my uh, old writing and then thinking about write the poem again. Mm. On that note, we are going to take just a short uh, music break and yep. play one of the songs. And um, you have chosen I Don't Care by Randy Pandugo. Why? That song, I didn't know about him at all until uh, I just browsing I uh, on YouTube and I heard that music and I just like, wow, the lyric is quite good. Like how we have to disconnect from someone or something and then yes I still love you but I have to be move on and you have to be move on and he's a really good musician until few years after that I found out he's he's a good musician and one of Indonesian good musicians mm, and there are many so yeah. I don't care by Randy Pandugo I don't need to stay when you're away I don't need to stay when you walked away I don't need to move when you're in my way I don't need to see what we heard today I don't want to stay out late just to hold you I don't want to do what we used to do Oh, I don't care It's over, but I don't care 
everything I don't need to be your sweetest thing Baby, we were lost when it took my head Baby, I just don't want to understand I don't want to stay out late just to hold you What we used to do Oh, I don't care I don't even know why we're trying I don't even care just to ask Cause baby, don't you know that we're dying I'm sad For you and me And I know you know that I don't want I don't want this for you and me And I don't even know why we're trying I don't even care just to ask Cause baby don't you know that we're dying Welcome back to Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. You're listening to the Sugarloafing Artscast and I'm your host, Michaela Nyman. We are grateful for the sponsorship by Govet Brewster Art Gallery and Lennai Center for this show. And with me in the studio today is Manaya artist Chris Marlianti Donaldson, who is also an amazing poet. And uh, we are just talking about how you have to get into corporate life for a while and then you realize one day that you're a bit like a zombie and you have to get back (laughs) to your art. (laughs) And so you got back to your arts practice. Yes, Yes, I got back at artists, but not straight away to visual artists. I published the book first and designed clothes. Designed clothes and published books. (laughs) And I realized... (laughs) Multi-talented. I was just like, oh, fashion is not my thing. And I changed, tried to design uh, bags because, well, I love bags. I love wearing something that's uh, different. So that's why I decided to design. But for sure, entrepreneur is not my thing. So I was just like, okay, I will design, but it just ended up only design. And a few years after that, and it's just like, what are I going to do next? And then I start doodling. 
So that's how I started from doodling, and I become like I really fall in love with the visual art, and I started with surrealism, because I think I was a poet. Everything is symbolic, and then so how I try to bring all that idea to canvas, until one day I realize life is not always symbolic. Life is so random. It's so chaotic, colorful, spontaneous, annoying sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's bring me to uh, abstract. Until now, I just love abstract. That's just me, I think. <laughs> Very interesting. And for those who might not know, but um, Chris Marlianti actually won the Taranaki National Art Awards 2022 in uh, the painting category and it was an abstract piece called I Will Find You and the judges in 2022 were Carl Chittam and Leafa Janice Wilson who brought their wide knowledge and experience of art theory and practice to the task and the judges comments were this painting was selected for its sheer joy and party of colors on the picture plane there is no explanation needed for color because we all have our own interpretations. We cannot deny the ebullience and subtleties of color relationships within this work by Chris Marlianti. This work's generosity, regardless of the artist's intention, fills our senses and makes us want more. Isn't that lovely? Yes, it is. <laughs> How did you feel when you won the award? Uh, surprise! <laughs> surprise! Because I'm a person who always try not expect anything from anyone. So when I want to do something, I just want to do it. I don't really focus on the result, but I just focus on what can I do. I do my best, and that's it. And then how is the result? Just I leave it to universe to decide. So when I got called back that and in a few times I said are you sure that was May <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember that was Megan I think said yeah that was you so that night I just like okay so I remember I was in the studio when I got called and then after I had that call so that time I thought uh, they called me for the extra ticket because I request for extra ticket for my husband and then, oh no, congratulations, you're for you're your winner. And I said, oh, okay. So I just confirmed many times. And then she said, yes, that was you. So I ran from studio to home to my husband. And she's like, what happened? Is there something wrong with the cat? I said, no, I just got called. And so I explained to him. He's like, oh, wow, okay. So that night, we were like, uh, I said to my husband, just like, would you just take video of me when I go? at the front and I just said yes for sure so he was ready with with uh with the video with the cell phone and then I didn't hear my name call like after a while and I I already like well maybe they made a mistake maybe there was that wasn't me I already like well that's fine I'm already happy my artwork here because just thinking like I'm really new in Taranaki so when they called my name uh I was I was shock like wow is this really happening 
It it is amazing, and it's it a is. national art award. And of course, there are seven different categories. Yes, so yes. the painting category was probably one of the last ones. <laughs> yes, I was pinching myself a few days. I thought, oh, is this real? So I keep reading. It's just like, oh, is this real? <laughs> so yeah, that was amazing. Like I'm so grateful, and it, I'm so really grateful for all the appreciation. Mm. Well, it's a fantastic work, but let's talk a bit about color because when I look at your poetry book from 2020, these colors are already there. There is the hot pink, there is the blue, there is, uh, you know, the graphic design of it is really nice. It's, um, yeah, so these colors, where do they come from? I love black actually so if you see me with my outfit most of my outfit is black and white and why the color come from because from surrealism to abstract and that was uh, I posed from the visual art for for a while just to really think about who am I what art for me? What is correlation between me and art and life and universe? So I try to work on it because I don't want to do art just because I want to do it. But I have to keep the meaning. I have to find the the deepest meaning of it so I can really draw myself for that. And in, so I realize that I cannot I cannot live without art. Art is just my need. And the colors come from things about life. Life is so colorful. Life is not black and white. Life is not gray area. Sometimes it's a gray area, but we can make that gray area become uh, purple or pink or blue. And then the color is like, for me, to represent how we adapt with reality and how we adapt with our mind, our feeling. So it has to be bold, it has to be uh, brave to take the risk. Like some people said, uh, you always use the hot color. You always like, why you always have a hot color? Life is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Life in Manaya is hot. <laughs> Life is so hot. Like for me, life is just like, uh, sexy and annoying at the same time like something like if I like just imagine like uh, a person who has that look so attractive so sexy so attempt us to be closer but not that easy so that's kind of like many colors in there we have to be bold we have to be brave take that risk so that's life life is so that colorful, dynamic, chaotic, and has no system, but it has the system. So, um, like all these colors make me feel like I am comfortable with not the comfortable situation. It's always opposite, but actually that the opposite things is really close. They have to be together. Mm. So that's how the colors come from. <laughs> At least from my perception. (laughs) Which is all that counts. So life keeps us on the edge and on the toes. And Manaya, 
We all have to go to Manaya to experience a bit about yeah. this hot Taranaki rural life that clearly sparks so much artistic explosions on the visual scale. So we are going to take a bit of a break here. And you have chosen Bitter Love by Adito Pramono. So how did this come along? Um, I don't believe in love, but I do believe in commitment. And I think this, the word of love is full of bitterness. To feel the sweetness of love, we have to feel the bitter first. And then to get that sweetness, and then we have to be commitment with ourselves, with life, with that person. So this song is totally like that. This is talks about the bitter love, but, but the music is like quite cheerful. Very quirky. Yes. <laughs> Let's uh, listen to Adito Pramono, Bitter Love. There is bitter in every day But then I feel it That you'll be the only one But sometimes it doesn't have to be so sure The sweetest love can be so hard to find We'll be better in every way But then I would go to be in other space Sometimes the bitter of love can be so good It's like a coffee with a rainbow's moon Sometimes you feel off, but sometimes you feel in Is it to be or it is not to be? To fall in love again, to be the one for me. Sometimes you fall, but every time we'll be together, we'll be mad. Like a perfect cake that my grandma's made. Love can be so good. 
Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. You're listening to the Sugarloaf in Artscast, and I'm your host, Michaela Nyman. And we are grateful for the sponsorship from Govet Brewster Art Gallery and Lenlai Center for this show. And I'm here today with uh, Chris Marlianti Donaldson, who's an amazing abstract artist, but also a poet and writer who has uh, done a long trip from the hustle and bustle of Jakarta, of all places, down to Manaya, <laughs> and is very much enjoying life in Manaya. And in 2022, she won the Taranaki National Art Awards with her abstract piece that was um, absolutely a joyful riot of color. And um, yet we have just talked about the contrast here about um, blacks and whites, the bittersweet part of love to have the bitterness, but also the love. And you are saying that you don't believe in love, which I really am surprised about. And yet not having read your amazing poetry collection. Hello. (laughs) So I have to ask, this collection came out in Indonesia in 2020. There are poems about love and longing, wounded hearts. There's also some beautiful little paintings that actually also have like hearts that splitter apart almost, but also in color, but different from the ones you do today. There's also aspects of daily life of people and um, talk about freeing yourself of certain memories, which I thought was really interesting. So... What was your thinking about um, the word hello? You are saying that um, it's meant to address people you both love and hate, which is very strong words. Yes. Can you talk a bit about Maybe I can say that I'm a little bit cynical about life and love. Life is, like I said, life is um, complicated. It's complicated, but it's beautiful. And, yeah, it's not easy for me to talk about love and life because there's the two things. It's really, um, it's really contrast. Like, we need hate to be love because if we just straight away just feel love and then maybe we won't be really appreciated and we, we don't know is this love or not. So we, we need it. And then life is, like so dynamic, it's so chaotic, and in many feeling in it, and in let's say like this, like when we fall in love, and we really, really, we really, really love that person, and then when when that person like just do something, and then it can be like after that we oh I hate him or I hate him so much, and so do I. We forget about that. We love that person once so I think that's how I I always like cynical and also in this world especially nowadays we can say people smile friendly people like writing and spread the really 
motivation words and nice words, but I always question, is that genuine? Mm. Yes, because there's so much that is just an artificial facade as well. Exactly. Mm. So that's what I mean. And, and so I feel so sad to see that because why is that? Like, why, why we cannot be really genuine? Mm. I mean, when we talk about humanity and the other side, and then people just crying out, remind us about we are human, we have to be humanity. And another side, we can see that people who like, oh, that person looks good and this and that, but they're really capable to do their bad things. So that's how I see about life. And the same about love as well. It's just so, it's so complicated. So that's why I said like, I don't believe about love, but I do believe about commitment. It's very interesting <laughs> because um, you also have these uh, quite deep, complex philosophical thoughts. And uh, yet the poetry collection's name is Hello, which is deceptively simple. And it's very kind of street talk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, later on, I will read one of the poems. It's really contrast. Like, for me, we can say hello, like, hello, like, hello, goodbye, like, uh, hello, sadness, hello, happiness. And we can say both ways. So hello is not only the cheerful words, but can also, like, really sad and cynical. Like. Signal things. Yeah, yeah. So you actually end your whole poetry collection saying that at the end welcome sadness good to meet you happiness yeah maybe you can read us your poem in indonesian and then in translation in english okay so i will read one of the poem from here so indonesia first yep yeah okay the title is hello one because in this book i have the same title so i give one two and three <laughs> Hello. Hello. Selamat datang hari dengan hembusan kemilau pesan moral. Dari ranting patah pikiran yang jatuh sebelum subuh luruh. Dari bibir matahari dan seulum senyum yang terbit. Di pundak berselempang selendang sesal. Merah kemarahan menyala dari ruang tamu. Menebus pintu kalbu, membakar kelopak teduh pandangan. Keramahan dan senyuman membubung seusai lepas. Dari mulut berbusa laknat demi pengakuan juga keangkuhan. Selamat datang kesenian yang nyaring berdendang di panggung hari-hari. Kekasih yang dihianati juga dicurigai. Halo. Selamat datang topeng kehidupan. Mari berbagi ketulusan, cinta, dan kepalsuan. Marvelous. <laughs> and you've been kind enough to translate it for us into English. Okay. So this is a world first, I think, <laughs> for this poem in English. Okay. So this is the English version. Hello. Welcome to the day with the gleam of moral messages. From the impression that fell before down, from the verge of the sunshine and a cynical smile, on the shoulder that is covered by regretful shawl, a storming red smoldering in the guest room, 
step the soul on the cloudy side. Kindness and smile fly freely from the pony mouth for the shake of existence and arrogance. Welcome to the loneliness that singing aloud in days. A love who has been tricked is also imagined. Hello, welcome to the marks of life. Let's share sincerity, love, and frankness. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah. How did you find translating it? Because um, Indonesian has this wonderful repeats of words like you have in this particular one. You had hari-hari, which is days. days. So you make a plural out of uh, repeating a noun. But you can also ensure that something is more or less something by repeating verbs and uh, other things. So how do you juggle that when you repeat it? Because it, it sounds playful in Indonesian and yet... That isn't the intention necessarily. Yes, it's. Um, I'm really struggled to be honest. Like, uh, I have to do googling and <laughs> browsing, try to find the the word that's close enough for the one that I want. Because in Indonesia, um, like I said before, that some of the words that I choose in my poem, I use the. Um, uh, not fancy word, but how I can say that, like, it's more sophisticated word. Yeah. Yeah, so people wouldn't, wouldn't find that word in daily. So I use kind of that words. So it's make me really hard to translate into English. Mm. I find it's very difficult to translate my own work, also because I, maybe I know too much about my work. So looking at someone else's work, you can you know, come up with different options. And of course, it would be lovely then to be able to talk to the poet and say, what was your intention? Because yes. you also draw on the metaphors from your own universe. So I noticed you actually didn't use the lips of the sun, but it does say the lips of the sun. Yes, here. that's the lips of the sun. But after that, I tried to saying like, can I use that the lips of the sun? But that's not what I mean. No, what did you choose? Yes, uh, I, I used the verge of the sunshine. Yeah, the verge of the sunshine. Mm. Yeah, that because like uh, in here, what I try to say in here from Dari Bibir Matahari, that's like what I imagine when I wrote this. You know, when sunrise, we get that the sun rays, right? And... It's warm and also cold. It's just like shy. Mm. So that's what I mean. But if I said the lips of the sun, it's just too bold. Yeah, and it evokes a different kind of uh, image. Yes. So metaphors are really tricky to yes. yeah. translate. Yes. Yeah. yeah, even simple things like that. And I just want to say when you said about the kind of more high language or literary language, everyone thinks Indonesian is so simple and it's very simple if you just use the words ungrammatically yes. the root word yes. but there is a really complicated grammar and also how you address people is different levels of uh, um, kind of uh, respect and that's also a trickiness there that you know doesn't come through maybe if you are just traveling you're a tourist and you spend a few days and pick up a bit of Indonesian and you think <laughs> this is really simple <laughs> yeah well Indonesian language um, 
Well, Indonesia itself has like hundreds. Yes. Hundreds of differences of languages in it. So even if we really think that the root of the Indonesia language is Dutch, so we will find some of the language, but some of the language is like, I use the Japanese language mm-hmm. most of the time. But like, I mean, the root is Japanese, but already modified, become Indonesia language. And it has a really specific uh, meaning. Yes. So something that uh, tourists will not find in daily conversation. No, <laughs> and and you also have an aristocracy there. Yes. And um, also, like we talked about Yogyakarta, there you have a sultan who yes. had, uh, you know, its own little kingdom there, yes. which gives yes. Georgia its amazing specific feel. And uh, maybe that's what makes it such an arty town too, with all the uh, batik, yes, dances. Yes. Yes, Indonesia uh, was a kingdom country. Uh, was ki- that was a kingdom like years, years ago. So Jogja is we still have a king, and then we uh, the language in Jogja that has three stages. Like the lang- when we talk with the king, that's like really different. And also after the king, the ki- uh, the king's family, the different and also like many many different type. And also even for batik for the for the pattern is uh, some pattern, batik pattern that we cannot have it only for the uh, the king. The normal mortals yes. <laughs> cannot yeah. wear it. Yes, yes. yes. absolutely. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, so uh, that's the thing. But if we talk like about the language, and we have like the old script and everything. Mm-hmm. The Jawi. The Jawi, oh, they have like really beautiful language mm. there. But that uh, also has some Arabic influences in it, doesn't it? Uh, some of some of the language, mm. but if we talk about the old script, script. it's Hindu and Buddha more that language because mm. the very first, I mean, Indonesia was was a Hindu kingdom, and mm. then before uh, Islam came to Indonesia, so if we really talks about the old. Language is more like to Hinduism. And you have some old fantastic temples. Yes, yes, we have a Borobudur, one of the uh, seven, uh, what is that in in the world? Yeah, Mm. seven wonders in the world. And then we have another, the Prambanan as well. So just many, many old temples in Indonesia. Mm. (laughs) Okay, we will take a music break. And uh, this is actually an Indonesian song, Untuk Perempuan by Payung Tedu. Yes, uh, they are original from, they are from uh, Jogja, Jogja musician. And that song is, that's how they adore women, how they describe women. Women is they soft but strong. So still talks about the contrast thing. So it's really a nice song, and in, I didn't really find out about the lyric after I listened. Oh, this is a nice song, like it's really easy listening. But after that, I read the lyric, it's just so deep. And uh, the title means for women. For women, yes. yes. <laughs>
Tak terasa gelap pun jatuh Di ujung malam Menuju pagi yang dingin Hanya ada sedikit bintang malam ini Mungkin karena kau Sedang cantik-cantiknya
Welcome back to Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. You're listening to the Sugarloaf and Artscast, and I'm your host, Michaela Nyman. And we are grateful for the sponsorship by Covet Brewster Art Gallery and Len Nice Center. And with me in the studio today is Manaya artist Chris Marilianti Donaldson, who hails from Indonesia and is also an amazing writer. And we have just been talking about poetry and how everything we do is influenced by our own cultural background, context, things that have happened in our lives. And um, yeah, Chris Marlianti is turning out to be far more cynical than I thought, (laughs) looking (laughs) at her art. (laughs) (laughs) So what was the reaction you got to your um, writing, to your poetry collections and the short story collection and the novel? It hasn't encouraged you to continue writing more? Um... Yeah, I'm starting. I'm starting miss that. <laughs> but since I I really get into it in the last eight years, I really get into it uh, visual art and it feel like all the energy already there. And in now, after a few years, I didn't write. And I starting like not lost, but I have to. Um, for me, like words is not is not make me anxious anymore because I feel like I already tell everything on the canvas. But to be honest, in the last few weeks, I'm thinking I wanna write again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but it will be challenging because um, in Indonesia. Um, the social uh, situation between here and in Indonesia is quite different, and in most of uh, my writing is based on what I really feel and what I saw in Indonesia, and the social issue and everything, and that made me easier to write, and I'm more anxious there. But in here, especially in Manaya. I think I'm too comfortable. Well, you are so laid back now that poetry is not it. Wow. Yeah, it's just like, oh, New Zealand is already, like, really poetic. So I don't need any words. It's already beautiful. So I don't need any words to describe. But, yeah, it's, it's different. And in, I have to find the, something to stimulate myself. Like, to, I have to provoke myself to be more anxious. I can write. So... Yeah, sometimes like people, uh, people said, oh, they don't like when they anxious. But for me, many times I anxious because I'm not feel anxious. Ah. So I have to be anxious to. <laughs> to well, <laughs> that's really a catch twenty two. Have to be anxious <laughs> to feel anxious to be able to create. So does your visual art come out of anxiety too, or? Um, I think, um, I questioning everything. Okay. Like uh, even the small thing, I questioning everything. That's why I'm become anxious. And then when I started, uh, what I start, I did research about the psychology things too. And then that because I had many questions about life, about everything. And then even here, like in New Zealand, I questioning everything. And that's I think the anxious what I have is a positive anxious because made me. Uh, productive <laughs> positive anxiety <laughs> yeah positive anxiety so 
I need it. I I need I need to be feel that because if we if we feel nothing, I mean, is it gonna be my negative anxiety? So I think that's we human being as need to questioning likes not not everything not like me maybe because like dad was gonna be suffering like for <laughs> sleeping trouble or something but always questioning saying that's how we learn and grow that's what that's what I feel like I I grow because I questioning this and that so mm-hmm. I learn and then I try to find out fabulous well it has been lovely having you here and where can people find you well, people can find me in 13 Atai Street, Manaya, and in my studio open by appointment, or can browsing on my social media or my website, www.tantrum-artstudio.com. Tantrum Art Studio. Yes. Great. And you're also on Insta? Yes, I'm also on Instagram. My Instagram is Chris Marliante. Great. Well, thank you so much. Chris Marigliante, and I hope to see some of your writing eventually. Uh, Meanwhile, we enjoy your art, and uh, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Sugarloafing Arts Cast on 104.4 FM. My name is Michaela Nyman, and you can contact me with feedback and ideas for shows at Access Radio Taranaki, or email me on community at accessradiotaranaki.com. You can check out the artists, guests and their fabulous work on our Sugarloafing Facebook page and Instagram. To listen to previous episodes of the show, go to accessradiotaranaki.com and search us up under current shows. The Sugarloafing Artscast was made possible with the support of Govet Brewster Art Gallery and the Len Lai Center. Until next week. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to our website, accessradiotaranaki.com.